Welcome to Becoming a Wise Agent. This podcast is dedicated to revealing the latest trends, strategies, and best practices to implement in your real estate CRM. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, depending on where you are in um, the world, I suppose. Uh, today is Friday, April 28th. I usually don't do these on Fridays, so I'm excited. Uh, while we're getting started here, I would love to see in the chat um, where everyone is coming from. So um, post your brokerage, um, what city and state that you're in, and how many years that you have been in the business. I love seeing where everyone is coming from. As you all know, I travel quite a bit, and so I just came back from Minneapolis a couple of days ago. Um, so I'm happy to be here with, with you all and with, with Key. Key Asad, everyone. Um, he is a real estate mindset trainer. And Key, you are just, well, you know, I love you dearly. And you're just such a fabulous person to, to talk to just generally speaking, but then talking to you about, um, you know, how do you get motivated? How do you stay motivated? Um, how do you get, how do you get things done when you are, um, when you're just trying to be, trying to be a successful um, entrepreneur, that's what you all are. If you didn't know, you are all entrepreneurs that are on here. And so I love having those conversations with you. Thank you. I, I love having that conversation with my agents. I love to empower them to own their business, take ownership of your success. You got to take ownership of it. If you don't, if you're not the first one to believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's a, a big thing is, you know, getting and and a lot of times, you know, people think, okay, mindset, like, um, you know, you have to get your thinking straight, you do have to get your thinking straight. But then there's that one other thing that you have to do. And this is where you and I see so um, eye to eye on we're so like on the same page with this, it's not just about your your thinking, but then everything that follows that like your actions that you take because you have to take actions. Like it can't just all be in your mind. Like, Oh, I, I know I have to make 25, 30 calls today. Pick up the phone and call people. Right. <laughs> and why not change it to, I get to talk to 25 people today. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk to 25 people about real estate. Why not? Why not have that attitude? Who says you have, remember you're an entrepreneur. You work for yourself. You, no one makes you do anything. Why don't you do the thing that you don't want to do, which is asking for business? Yeah. I have a mantra that I give all of my students. You are in the business of asking for business. By the way, Eleni, I'm going to say it in Greek. You are in the business of asking for business. You do that every day, whether you feel like it or not. That is the job. Yeah. And you have to learn how to disappear. What I mean by that disappear, if you are always concerned about yourself, how am I doing? Did I do it all right? Oh, did I make a mistake? If you're always worried about yourself, you don't make progress. If you start realizing, well, this is a grind, you just do the work. Right. And then focus, fall in love with the process, not the outcome. That is the essence of real estate. Yeah. Do the grind, do the work. Yeah. And some of you will ask me what the work is and we'll get to it in a minute. But the, the, the minute you wake up in the morning, you are designing a mindset to work on the processes, not the outcome. Absolutely. The outcome will take care of itself. 
And I think too, what you were saying about, you know, don't be so focused on the results. It's also, don't be so focused on what you're, the, the guy down the street is doing, the person down the road is doing. Just, you know, head down, do your thing. Do the things that you um, have set out to do that you know you've done in the past maybe, or you have been coached that this is what you should be doing because you know that this is going to work. If you keep comparing yourself to everybody else, you're going to be so busy in that comparison that you won't be able to really um, set your focus on what's lying ahead of you in the road of what you're carving out and what you're supposed to be doing. Well, let me put it another way. Exactly what you said. I'm going to say it this way. Your job is to become yourself, not somebody else. You can learn from me. You can learn from Eleni. You can learn from your broker. You can learn from top producing agents, but you're not becoming them. You're becoming yourself. The best person I want you to meet is you achieving your goal. That person exists. It's already inside of you. You don't have to look for her. She's inside. You just need to let her out. And how do you let her out? Well, discipline, self-discipline. There is work to be done. And your job is to decide, I'm ready to do the work. I'm ready to do the things so I can become fully myself. And that's why I love this business. The people you meet who have fallen in love with this business, they become fully themselves. You said you met with uh, uh, some brokers last week. And uh, you notice that each one of them has their own style. Bob McKinnon has his own style. Certainly. You know, each person, Bill Pankinen has his own style. Each yeah. person, because they became themselves, they were not looking to become somebody else. Well, and I think you have to have that confidence in yourself. You have to have, obviously, um, the commitment to do it and the confidence in yourself that you know what you're talking about. A lot of times, that's something that um, people are scared about, scared about doing that. Is And I think they're scared of their their own self because they're not so sure if they have the education, if they have that knowledge, if they have that skill set. And you have to just continue to sharpen those tools, right? That's why you have all these CE classes. That's why you take coaching calls. That's why you do what it is that you do to get ahead in life, because then that's what will help you gain that confidence to know who you are, to be able to express your value proposition, to be able to express, you know, how you can help somebody in this in this industry. So let's talk about confidence. So first of all, confidence is not something you're born with. It is a skill, a well-developed skill. So let's talk about new agents. So let's say you're a brand new agent, you're motivated, you want to do well, you're excited, but you're totally scared, like inside, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what's happening? But you really want to do well. You love helping people, you love listening to people, you love being around people, but you you are new and you don't have the confidence. So first of all, learn that confidence is a skill. You develop it. So that's rule number one. You're not going to, it's not an on or off switch. Second, how do you develop it? Well, the first thing you need to learn is how to talk to people. We call that scripts. And to be, to be honest with you, Eleni, the mistake we make in our industry, we think scripts make you robotic. Yeah. No. I'll give you a simple example. Imagine you are meeting people on an elevator. Should you have an elevator pitch? Should you know what to say? Should you know how to introduce yourself and let people know that you love doing real estate? 
Should you write that down? Should you practice it? See, the smart agents who became really smart have practiced their script. What does it mean to practice a script? You're tweaking it and changing it to your style. It becomes you. You don't take my words exactly and implement them. You tweak them to your style. And the most important part about a script is your smile. You may think, see, they think it's about the words. No, it's about energy. So first accept that building your confidence is a skill. Second, requires preparation. Third, you have to do the work. So somebody told me, Key, I don't want to, I'm afraid of going to the doors and talking to the neighbors about real estate. I'm like, perfect, let's go. You go, but Key, what do I say? I say, just throw your broker under the bus. Here's what you do. You go to the door, you knock on the door, they open the door, you have a flyer with you and say, my broker sent me to help you with any of your real estate needs. So I'm here. My name is Eleni. I love real estate. How can I help? And that's it. And, and they, they just go, wait. Yeah. Can, it, can it be that simple? Yes, it can be that simple. There are some numbers I'm going to share in a few minutes, but it can be that simple. How can you develop that strength? By doing it. Yeah. So you take the script, you practice it, you practice it, you practice it. You get yourself a success partner. You work on it. Yeah. And then you go. And your mind says, don't. And then you go, I'm going. And you go and you do the first door. For, for some reason, by the way, Eleni, the first door is the scariest one. The second and the third are not as scary. But the first one is like, there's a boogeyman there. It's like, oh, what's going to happen? I'm like, relax. You're there to help people. You're not there to sell anything. You're not soliciting. You're helping people answer questions. So I want to go back to this. Confidence is a skill that you develop. Tom Hanks developed the skill of confidence. And when you see him in the movies, you go, oh my God, he's bigger than life. Well, he practices his scripts, Eleni, just like everyone. Yeah. And I would like to add to that, um, you know, if it's not knocking on the door, it could be for you doing a video. You know, for me, when I started this um, podcast webinar series a few years ago, I was so, I mean, I was just, I knew what I wanted. I knew I said, I just don't want to talk to myself. I need to have somebody else to have banter with. Right. So I knew like there was some steps that I had to take in order to set myself up for success. And then if I go back now and watch what happened three years ago, that very first episode, I cringe a little bit, but the only way I was able to get better. And hopefully you guys think I've gotten better. Um, but I think I have gotten better. There's still room for improvement, but the only way to get better is if you actually start. If you don't, if you are too scared to knock on that door, to record that video, to um, pick up the phone and make that phone call, you're never going to get over that fear unless you actually do it. You have to actually do it. And then- Action is your friend, period. Yeah. By the way, I don't have a problem with mistakes. I actually welcome mistakes. I want you to make mistakes. I'm giving you permission, all of you, to go into the world and make mistakes because you cannot learn, you cannot adapt until you're in the game. I can teach you about fishing by watching TV shows, but until you put your own bait on a hook and you go out into the ocean and fish, you're not a fisherman. So your job is to realize action is your friend. 
You will never be ready until you start doing. Right. And yes, it is scary. And I have empathy for it. Why do you think I give agents scripts that are non-salesy, that makes them kind of relax? And I say, just practice it with a, a colleague. Yeah. And then try it. Try it with five people. See what happens. Try it again. All of a sudden, you go from being worried about yourself, you push that to the back, and you become present to the person. That is the person you need to be talking to. Right. And then once you have those scripts, and this is where the, you know, kind of um, the CRM comes into play is being able to put them somewhere for you to readily find those. So when you're making those phone calls, right, you pull up your call list, it has in there the script that you are prepared to say, and then pick up the phone and dial, use the dialer, do whatever it is and make those phone calls. Now, if the first person, you know, doesn't like what you say, it's okay. You yeah. have to understand it's going to be completely okay. They're yes. from the phone. They won't be able to throw a tomato at you. Even in person, I've never, I've never in my life seen somebody throw another, like a tomato at somebody because they didn't like what they said. So like, I think that's something that we had growing up in as a child, we saw that in cartoons. I don't think that happens in real life. I don't. And if somebody does do that, that's on them. Um, they need help, but you shouldn't have that fear. You should always come in it with a positive attitude of thinking that you're going to be successful in it, right? Well, I'm going to say you yeah. should do it with the fear. See, as the fear tells you no, say, thank you, for, thank you for protecting me. Thank you for looking out for me, fear. Right. I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. See, trying to eliminate fear from activity is not going to happen at the beginning. So at the beginning, the fear is bigger because you have a reason not to do it. You know, remember, anything good in the world requires preparation. You have to do some work. Anything that is fearful or bad does not. Yeah. So guess what? If you have, if the fear is there, present, let it be present, but don't let it have you. You have it. You own it. You tell your fear. I see you. You're here. Yeah. You're trying to protect me. You don't want me to look foolish. That's why Key said, uh, practice your script. That's why Key said, write it down. That's why he said, do it a couple of times by yourself. Do it out loud. Find somebody who will do it with you. But you're telling your fear. It's okay if you're here. It is absolutely okay to be afraid and still do the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and then with that, um, you, so now you kind of get, get over that. You get over that hump and you just say, okay, I'm just going to do it. And, and then we have scripts. I know you have a whole, you have a formula that you give people. I mean, cause that's what it really is. Your scripts and everything, your, all your preparation is a formula. It's kind of like, you know, doing algebra, you have a formula to solve a problem. Correct. And, you know, with real estate, your, your problem is you want to get to the closing table. You want to, you know, get to, get to the, that next um, person. Um, so what is that formula for you? What does that look like? If there's scripts are involved and um, what else do you, do you okay. tell people? So before we talk about scripts, um, let's say I had a bunch of new agents I'm working with or even experienced agents. Here's what I would tell them. Your television at home is killing you. 
It's robbing you of your growth and your progress. I wish I could go into every home of our realtors, take their TVs, take their YouTube, take all of their video things, and only allow them a window between, let's say, 8 p.m. and 9 p.m. to do that stuff, and that's it. I wish I could do that. Because what you do in the morning, how you set your day matters. Um, I'll give you an example. Wise Agent has this um, daily reminder, right? And every morning it tells you the tasks you scheduled, the calls you're going to make, and the things you're going to do. A lot of agents look at that as punishment. (laughs) Like somebody's making you do something. (laughs) I look at it as empowerment. Because, ooh, I know what I'll get to do today. I get to talk to Sally and to Bob and to Jimmy. And that means I'm going to wake up early and I'm going to prepare. One is a FISBO. It's a different script with a FISBO than with a new buyer. Somebody who's a new home buyer, I have a different script. So as an agent over my career, Every situation, I learn something new. I develop scripts for them. I write them in a notebook so that every morning when I get up, the first thing I do is I do things for myself. Go for a walk. Take your dog for a walk. Uh, Get your kids ready for school and spend time with them. Do not turn on the TV unless it's for cartoons, but they must be like really young for that. Make sure you do your affirmation and your spirituality, whatever that means. Do not look at your phone. Do not check your emails when you wake up. There is time for that. So an hour in your morning should be for yourself. I call that me time. Time for me to be grounded. And then I roll up my sleeve. I grab my wise agent daily agenda. I open my wise agent. I hope, which has my calendar. Remember, what I love about Wise Agents, it's integrated. It has your calendar, it has your tasks, it has your contacts, and it has the things you need to do today, tomorrow, and the week after. So I start there and I go, okay, what requires preparation? Ooh, I need to prepare a CMA. Okay, I did that last week. I know the procedure, I'm gonna work on that. So I use the daily agenda as an empowerment tool It's helping me because I don't want to remember everything. I want to download my mind to do good work. So before I do any scripts, that's the first thing I do. First thing I do is I prepare myself spiritually. Some of you have heard of affirmation or mantras or things like that. Reading a book, I'll give you an example. Uh, You you may decide that in the next three months, you're going to read this book uh, called No Excuses by Brian Tracy. Why do I read about 10 minutes in the morning? Well, to get me energized, to get me excited, to get me, you know, in the right frame of mind. And I write ideas and notes. I have a notebook. I call it a business journal. I write my ideas so I am grounded. But then at some point, I have to do the work. What do I mean by that? Two hours of your day should be focused on prospecting. I'll say it again. Each one of you, should be designing two hours of your day for prospecting. About an hour-ish in the morning, like from 10 a.m.-ish to 11.30-ish to 11 a.m., whatever, that period. And then another period from 4 p.m.-ish to like 5.30-ish. And you say, why two periods? Well, the people you know 
will probably talk to you in the morning because they know you. Your name, when, when you call them, your name comes up, they know you. Oh, I know Eleni. Oh, I could talk to her now. I could talk to Eleni. If I'm calling somebody I don't know, if I call them in the morning, they're not going to talk to me. But my chances of talking to them around 4, 4.30, 5, 5.30 increase. So I have two time blocks that are essential when I'm in front of my wise agent making calls and following up. There's some in the morning. And those, are, those two hours are non-negotiable. I don't care. They happen. I don't feel like it. Thank you for sharing. Get to work. We're doing it. But I don't, I'm afraid they'll say no. I'm like, perfect. Bring me as many no's as you can. Here's yeah. what I know, Eleni. You can never have too many no's because a series of no's has a yes in it. There's always a yes. You just need to go through them. Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to share my screen because someone's messaging here saying, asking, what does the daily agenda look like? Yeah. And so I'm going to just pull that up for you guys um, so you can see. And this is, you know, for a, a test account. So it doesn't really have anything. But this is what it looks like. It gives you all of your tasks that are due today, your past due items. Like if you forgot to do something yesterday, this is going to be your reminder to do it. How many calls you have today? How many recently um, added contacts to your database are coming in? Um, and then if you're using the texting, which you should always be using your texting feature, it will um, give you your, your balance of how many text messages you can send. This is something really important. This is something that you kind of go, live off of. This is what the, your, your agenda, it's exactly your daily agenda. What are you going to be working on? Because a lot of people, I think, in this industry think, you know, oh, I I wonder what I should be doing today. And they're kind of off in this little free-spirited land where they just feel like they can just go off like a butterfly and just do, you know, kind of go over here and have a coffee and maybe make a phone call and, and then, you know, check on something else. And you need to set focus. And then the call list that you were talking about, what, you know, is right here. And this is where you come in and this is where you can actually make the phone calls. When, when you click on the phone call, uh, you can use the call, um, call to click from here. You can use your desk phone, your cell phone, or you could use our built-in dialer. But this is, the purpose of this is, you see, I can see all these things at a glance and then look at my notes and say, oh, okay, well, this is the last thing that I talked to, uh, to Tony about. And now I want to make sure that I put in my notes and I put in a brief summary of what we talked about. And what I do, Key, I don't know if you do this, but while I'm talking to somebody, I always have... Um, Oh, yeah. I always have their contact record up in front of me, my notes in front of me. And I might not like write down all of my notes, but I write down like my keywords, my trigger words, like, okay, you know, kid, you know, kids graduating, you know, and so graduation. And so I'll, I'll put that down and then I'll go back and fill that in after the conversation. Cause I don't want him hear me clickety clack with my, you know, my keyboard, right. I want to be engaged, but what I do, this is the part, and you know, um, we, when we were, when we were redesigning this, we were saying like, okay, when's the next contact date? And I said to my team, I want to force everyone to make sure that they have a next contact date set because you always need to schedule that at the moment that you're talking to them. Cause for Tony, it's going to be something different than it is for 
Ellen or Vince or whoever, Elon, the next people on my list, when I'm getting off the phone with him, all right, Tony, well, you know, is it okay if in, I'm going to check in with you in a couple of weeks to see where we're at and see if the houses that I sent you or the list that I gave you or just to check in with the family or do whatever how, to see how the graduation went. And then that's when I can say, okay, I'm going to complete this call. And I have something scheduled for that follow-up. It's this already is, scheduled. So this is a business of follow-up. By the way, every conversation you have with anyone has a next action. Now that next action could be this week. That next action could be a month from now. That next action could be three months from now. But there's always a next action. And your job is to always, if I finish this conversation with Eleni, what is my next action with her? And I schedule either, I will share with her one of my new videos I'm doing. Maybe I'll share with her one of my training programs I'm gonna be doing in a couple of months. Maybe I'll ask her to do a podcast with me down the road, whatever it is, there is always a next action. Yeah. So when I'm working on a contact, I do not close the contact until I've written my notes, I've given them a rating, which I'm not gonna talk about it right now, uh, there is a rating system within Wise Agent. All of you need to learn how to use it. But I, would, I could spend an hour just talking about that. And the and third I'm one, schedule the next action. Schedule the next action is very simple. I know that I need to be in touch with Eleni within a couple of months. So I write it down. I schedule it. So that this way, uh, there it is. You're showing them the ranking. Correct. Mm -hmm. And learning how to rank your clients will prioritize your most important people, second, third, and then this way you know who to prioritize. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you, you know, and I, I think I've talked about um, what you've you you've shared with me and how you rank people on the podcast in the past, because this is something that I think, um, and I'd love for you to explain how you think of your A's versus B's, C's, D's, and E's and F's, um, because I think this will help people kind of put them in a motion of, you know, I need to be going through, I, I talk a lot about segmenting your audience. This is part of your segments, right? This right. is a way to segment your audience. So then when you come, you know, get to work in the morning and no matter what that looks like, if it's at your kitchen table or at your office, you know, and you say, okay, I'm going to just call all of my A ranks. Well, then you can just set it up and say, okay, I need to call these people. And so then you go through and you call John and then Paul and Sally and Robert and everybody else, and you know exactly what you need to do. So I'd love for you to kind of share your, your thoughts on, on the ranking. Sure. So for me, the ranking system is, I, I think of it backwards. I go from E to, uh, to A. So E for me is a lead that I got and I've attempted them but they haven't attempted me back. They haven't responded. What does E for me mean? E means that I have to do more work. I may have to do some more research about them. I may have to drop by personally if it's a seller. I may have to find a way to find them on social media to contact them. So E for me is somebody, I've taken some action. I call them to talk about their, them buying or selling, but yet they have yet to talk to me. Whereas D, D for me is somebody I talk to, they're talking to me, they're polite, but we're not going anywhere. They're talking, but not talking. So I classify those as a D. So I have to find a hook for a D. A D person means I got to find their motivation. Yeah. 
You know, why are they looking to buy? Why are they looking to sell? What can I offer them of value that right now will turn them from a D to an A? Remember, I'm always going for the A. A C for me is somebody who's motivated, somebody who's talking to me, but there is an obstacle. It could be a divorce, could be an illness, it could be kids in school and they have to wait until there is an obstacle that I have to overcome. So my C's are people who I get, they're talking to me, I'm talking to them, we're going back and forth, but there's an obstacle. I may have to go to my broker, Eleni, and talk to him and say, how do I overcome this objection? How do I overcome this thing? So that those are my C's. My B's are, we're, we're all in, but we haven't had the appointment and we haven't signed anything yet. We're talking via Zoom, we're talking via the phone, we're talking via FaceTime. But, you know, we haven't signed anything. Remember, until they sign something, you got nothing. You got nothing until they <laughs> sign. And my A's, oh, my God, hallelujah. Hey, hey, you're, you're in the, you're my, you're my future income. I got to work. I got to make sure that everything I'm doing for you, we have a contract. We're working on it. We're, we're just putting, getting your house ready to go on the market, or we just got you pre-qualified. And now we have to start looking at properties. We're, we're in the, the, so for me, that's how I think about them. Yeah. So what, so if I'm working my leads on a daily basis, I got to work on my A's, which you only have a few, then my B's, which you only have a few, then my C's, you'll have a bunch. My, uh, my, uh, by the way, you'll get a bunch of E's and D's because to be honest, <laughs> buyers sometimes change their mind. Yeah, it's just the nature of it. it. Yeah, yeah, you just got to work it. Yeah. So that's how I use the ranking. So if I have a list of people to contact, well, I prioritize them. I work on my A's, my B's, my C's, my D's, and my E's. And people say, why do you keep people who are F's? Well, an F is somebody that tried to work with you know, it didn't go well, it's an F. They don't want to talk to me, I don't want to talk to them. But they may call in the future, something could change. And I want to have the notes of what happened five months ago with that person so that if they call back, we can address it. Maybe we can solve it. Maybe we can find a way to work it. So I never give up on people. I let them yeah. give up on themselves. Yeah, and, and I love that. I love that you said that about the Fs because even though it's, you know, probably there's a rub there. You're maybe you're not interested in working with them. Maybe you're like, I cannot work with this person. And that's okay. You keep them in your database. I don't be ever believe in deleting anyone from my database. I, I don't. I need to keep records on everybody because I don't know. Maybe someone, maybe an agent in my office is going to ask me, hey, have you heard from, you know, do you know who this person is? And then I can look at my, oh, yes. Oh, let me just tell you what happened between he and I. But I think for you, it'll work. I just couldn't do that. And that's okay. But you yeah. have that information. You can share that. You can refer that person out. Those are referrals. Um, those, <laughs> that That's another way of doing it. So um, I, I love that that you have that same um, thinking on that, that we were aligned in that too. I know that there was um, a lot of questions in here today on, you know, planning out the day or week. And I know we started off in the morning, you get those two hours where you're going to be committed to, to yourself, committed to yourself and to your business. And then throughout the day, I mean, are you, um, you know, do you have kind of a, um, you know, once you get on the phone with, you go through your, your list 
of people that you're talking to. And, and that list is going to be, you're going to be shuffling people around. So like your C's might move up to B's and your B's might move up to A's. You're shuffling people around. No one's really staying there. Exactly. For a very long, like for, for eternity, they're going to be moved around throughout your Correct. career. Right. Well, here's what I found, Eleni. If you are self-disciplined, about two hours of prospecting a day, I'm not worried about you. Everything lines up. What does that mean? That means if I am committed to making my 10 to 15 calls a day consistently, well, guess what? I'm going to create appointments. I'm going to create a drop-by. I'm going to drop off a, a, a market report. I'm going to meet somebody for lunch to discuss what's happening with their divorce, unfortunately, or what's happening with their promotion. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be calling a mortgage person and say, hey, can you help me with this person? See, the rest of the day fills itself. Yeah. Because what is the purpose of a week? The purpose of a week is to generate appointments. See, a lot of people think the purpose of the week is to generate sales. No, the purpose of the week is to create appointments. If you learn, I'll, I'll give you some numbers. So, you know, there's 52 weeks a year, correct? Yes. I'm going to slash that and say there's only 40 weeks a year. I'm taking off 12 weeks. Forget them. Okay. And I'm going to take those 40 weeks, but I'm going to work those 40 weeks with discipline. Each day, I'm going to attempt to talk to 20 people. That's my job. Those two hours of prospecting is 20 people. Those 20 people five days a week is 100 people a week, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it's a mixture. It's some people I know, maybe five or 10. Some people I don't know, maybe uh, some people I've done business with, maybe two or three. It could be a mortgage person, somebody who can bring me some business. And it could be, it should also be people I don't know. Yeah. We need to learn to talk to people we don't know. That's a fact. You can't avoid it. This is the business you're in. So if I did 20 a day, after a week, I'm going to talk to 100 people. Wait a second. The turnover in the United States is 5 to 6%. So I'm going to talk to at least uh, 5 or 6% who are thinking about selling. And on the other side of that, there's 5 or 6 who are thinking about buying. So will my chances increase, Eleni, to get an appointment or two? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So guess what? I don't worry about the outcome. I worry about the stuff I have to do. And if I do it week in and week out, whether I feel like it or not, whether I'm excited about it or not, whether if I do that consistently, I'm going to get 100 appointments a year. Eleni, with 100 appointments, if you don't know what to say, you're going to close 20 deals, even if you don't know what to say. So that's the game. Real estate is a numbers game. We keep thinking, can you find me the good buyers and the good sellers? There are no such things because if they're good sellers, they're already working with somebody else. Your job is to start filling the pipeline to work for you. It's what you do daily, the grind of daily work that matters. That's why I teach farming. Farming is the process of finding a neighborhood and making sure everybody in that neighborhood get to know you. Those are the things we do. And if you did it 40 weeks a year, the numbers will be on your side and you will always close deals. Yeah. A hundred people a week, 40, 40 weeks, that's 4,000 that, people. That's 4,000 people. Yeah. I guarantee you, you do not have to think about it. You will hear a lot of no's, yeah. but the yeses are going to be so sweet. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I love that Corinne um, just posted as a brand new broker. This has given me a ton of great ideas on how to start working my business because I was not sure where to really start. I think this is this is whole, this whole truth. And thank you for sharing that, Corinne. This holds true for, for the brokers out there that are starting up a brokerage or for the new agents. You know, when I, I ask you guys, you know, what city and state, because I do love seeing where everyone is coming from, but I also love seeing how many years you've been in the business. And I saw a lot of people like two years, three years, five years, you know, a lot of, and there's a, a few sprinklings of, you know, a little bit more. There's somebody, Trina, two months um, here in Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, welcome, Trina. Yes, and and good choice in the, this industry. You know, there's a lot of things that you can be doing, and I love what you said about the farming too. Is that you want to be able to dominate a neighborhood, dominate a, an area where you are the person that when they think of real estate, when they think of buying or selling a house, that they are like, oh, okay, I know I need to call Key. This is who I call because this is where I'm going to be you know, this is, this is the direction I'm going and this is what I need to do. And so when you get your name out there and people are remembering you and you have to send messages out there, you have to make those phone calls, those, um, you know, sending text messages, sending out emails, emails still work. I know a lot of people are like, oh, nobody's reading emails. Well, they're not reading your emails. If you're not talking anything of value, you're not giving them anything of value. Now they're not going to open it right? Why do we Correct. all, you know, open up the emails that say, you know, here's your 20% coupon at, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond, right? We all open it because, ooh, well, maybe I might be shopping there later on today. So you want to offer that. You can't offer a 20% coupon, but what you can offer is the, the, your education, the knowledge that you have in the market. And I think part of knowing your numbers is knowing your market. Well, let's let's talk. Let's yeah. talk about the fear of rejection. So, uh, for example, the young lady who's in the business uh, two months. Two months, yes. Um, the biggest fear is the fear of rejection. Yeah. You walk up to somebody, you say hello before you even finish the sentence. You go, "No, we're not interested," and that feels like a dagger in your heart, like they stabbed you in your deepest heart, and they go, "They rejected me." So, first of all. They would have done that to anyone. So it's not you. <laughs> they did that too. Yeah. That's what they do. That, that's the doism that they do. They will do that to everybody. The truth of the matter is most people are polite. If you treat them with respect, you're dressed professionally, have a smile on your face, love what you do, they may not need you, but they will say no. Now, first of all, no should be turned into not now. Because for every 100 homeowners every year, only five or six are going to sell. By the way, this is not a business of buyers. This is a business of sellers. Until a seller decides to sell, there is no buyer. If sellers go, I'm not selling, a buyer cannot create real estate out of thin air. You're not selling popcorn. So let's say you were good at making popcorn or lemoncello. You go, oh my God, I made a batch of lemoncello. I made these five bottles. You know, I got the product here. I'm going to scale up. I'm going to make 20 bottles. Can you do that with lemoncello? Yes, you can. You better have good lemons, which, which I know you do. I do. But with real estate, you don't do that. Real estate is a zero-sum game. Oh, this one hurts. Real estate is, is a zero-sum game. And I'm going to prove it to you. 
if I took those of you listening to me right now on a nice boat and we went to New Zealand for a year, will real estate continue to happen or will it halt? Where people go, oh, oh my God, 10,000 agents left? We're not going to do any business. No, the business would go on. Real estate happens, oh, this one hurts, with or without you. Ooh. I know when people, when agents hear that, say, Key, you don't like us? I'm like, no, I love you. But I want you to know the truth. Real estate happens with or without you. So whether you're making the calls or not, Real estate is happening. Somebody today listed a home. I know that for a fact. I don't have to think about it. There will be 5.3 million listings this year with or without you. So the question is, are you going to kind of realize I got to step it up? I got to ask for business. It's my job to ask for business. I got to stack up the statistics on my side. And this is why I can take new agents and they start outperforming agents who've been in the business a while. And the other one going, what happened to her? I'm like, dude, all she's doing is asking for business. She stopped being afraid of rejection. She realizes she will hear no's. So I'll give, I'm gonna give you a mantra. Here's a mantra. The yeses I earn from clients I want to work with are mixed in with the normal no's of this business. So I choose to go through the no's to uncover my well-deserved yeses. That's your mindset. That's what you tell yourself in the morning. I'm going to go through the no's to find the yes I deserve. And that means I may have to go through 20, 30, 40, 50 no's a week. But there will be a yes. There is always a yes. And there's something else happening. You're now, getting, you're now learning. You're building your confidence. You now have a script. You're learning the psychology of people saying yes or no. You become stronger. So you have to do the grind. You have to ask for business. Do not worry about the response. Your job is to ask. Their job is to do what they do. I love that. I feel like that's, I mean, that's just so much information right there that you have to go through and you have to just go through some of those no's to get to the, the one yes that you're looking for. And then go. Th then once you finish with that yes, then you go on and you keep looking for more yeses. I mean, that is the name of this game. That's It is a numbers game. Yeah, it you, is. You just got to play it. And this is why I'm a big believer in our agents every four months, three to four months to go away from it. Just yeah. go away. Just don't, don't do real estate for a week. Take a week off and be away from it because it can consume you. It can eat you alive. I'm a big believer in taking one week to two weeks off every three to four months to go away from it. You don't want to do this business out of desperation. You want to do this business out of strategy. My morning routine is clear. No TV in the morning, just preparation, reading good books. I'll give you another good book you should consider. Uh, this one here by Michael Gerber called The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. This book will help you think like an entrepreneur. The E is for entrepreneur. So you want to develop the mindset of somebody who's the boss of yourself. Yeah. And by the way, not only are you the boss of yourself, you are the boss of your mind. 
You got to start telling your mind what you believe. You got to start telling your mind what you're going to do. And it says, no, I don't feel like it. You say, thank you for sharing. And you go with it. You do it anyway. This is why I believe in success partners. I wish each one of you had somebody who's as motivated as you. And every morning you call each other or you send text messages to each other. Tell me your day. What what are you going to work on today? Let me tell you what I'm going to work on today. Uh, We'll talk at the end of the day. Good luck. And we go at it. Yeah. And that, and, and that's something that you can find um, within your office. You can find that um, even on our Facebook community, you can go in there and say, Hey, you're using wise agent. You're not in my market. I want, you know, I don't want to be your competitor, right? Competing for that same business. You can do that. Find that from somebody else. Right. Um, We have a couple of questions here for you, Key. So could you give us an example of how you would approach someone, someone? So you are- is yeah. it the, uh, am I door knocking? Yeah, let's say you're, you're door knocking. Well, so let's say I'm door knocking, I'm brand new. First thing I do, I create what's called a market report. If you don't know what a market report is, go to your broker. Ask your broker, how do I put together a market report? It just gives you the statistic of what's happening in that neighborhood. You want to study it. You want to know it a little bit. I'm not saying you should memorize it. You should know it. So you now have this market report. And then you go to the door, you knock on the door, You say, hi, my name is Eleni. I'm your local realtor here. My broker sent me to deliver this market report because you live in this neighborhood and he wanted me to make sure you knew what's happening in the market. Here you go. And then they grab it. As they grab it, here's what you do, Eleni. You'll say, oh, by the way, while I'm here, have you thought about selling your home? That's it. That's the whole game. If they say, if they start hesitating, they're selling. If they say no, validate. What does it mean? If they say no, say, well, I totally understand it. I love working in this neighborhood. You probably love living here. If anything happens in the future or changes, remember me. My name is Eleni. I'm your local realtor. Just give me a call. Here's my card. Uh, It's also in my market report. Thank you for talking to me. And you're done. done. You ask that enough somebody will hesitate. What, what I mean hesitate, you're asked them, has the thought of selling your home crossed your mind? They go, well, you know, oh, they're selling. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm staying at that door. And here's the only thing you can say at that point. Well, tell me more and just yeah. listen. And listen. And just listen, take notes yeah. and just let them know I can help. So if you're talking to someone First of all, your energy, your energy that you love what you do matters the most. It's, I don't know how to explain it. They smell it on you. They smell uh, what kind of attitude you have. Are you doing it because somebody's making you do it? Are you doing it as an employee? Are you doing it because you really want to talk to people about real estate? Yeah. Is, what's your attitude like? Don't change their attitude. Change your attitude. And guess what? You're not soliciting, you are canvassing. And whenever you're afraid of saying, uh, I stopped by to give you this market report, throw your broker under the bus. And I'm gonna tell you something, your broker doesn't mind. Now go go for it. (laughs) Right, right. And so a follow-up to that is, if they're not home while you're door knocking, do you leave um, leave a door hanger? Yes, you should have either a door hanger or a flyer, but make sure that your flyer has your information on it. Make sure that your flyer maybe has some testimonials. Yeah. 
have something of value so that if they get it, I, I want them to look at the face. Because remember, you are in the business of faces. They, they need to know you. They need to see you. Make sure that your business card has your face on it. Make sure your marketing has your face on it, as well, of course, as your brokerage. Make sure you are, you, you want to become public. Just imagine yourself running for mayor. What is What does it mean to run for mayor? Well, you're shaking hands and kissing babies. That's what you do. Yeah. And you walk up to the door and say, Eleni, I'm running for a, a city council. I want your vote. I want to tell you what my values are. And you may close the door on me and say, oh, I know you are that kind of person. I don't want to talk to you. I already have a call. Whatever you say, I'm like, well, keep me in mind. If something changes, I would love to share with you the values of what I do. Uh, I see that right now is not the right time. Maybe we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just a question of attitude. Yeah, um, a few questions coming in. So the um, the name of that book that you shared again was was it the e the E Myth? This one is called the E Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. I consider this an essential book. The other one I mentioned earlier is called No Excuses: The Power of Self Discipline by Brian Tracy. That's another book I consider uh, an important one. And if you are totally brand new, you don't know real estate from anything, you have not done a deal yet, you're so yeah. new, you don't know how to start. There's an easy book. It's not a great book in the sense that it will transform you, but there's this book here called Secrets of Selling from Real Estate Masters. Secrets of Selling from Real Estate Masters and it was written by Terry Weaver. You will not find it in bookstore. You'll only find it on uh, Amazon. Uh, it also comes from uh, with uh, uh, audiobook uh, or CDs. And the subtitle is what top producers know that others don't. So I'll say it again. Secrets of Selling from Real Estate Masters by Terry Weaver. Okay. That one's for you, Trina. Um, so yes. Um, that great. I love that. And I, I know you're a big, you're, um, big at reading books as, mm. as am I, I think Wonderful that's, about. yeah. Um, so one, some more questions about, um, about, you know, picking up the phone and calling people. So you pick up the phone, you call somebody, what does that conversation look like? What it, is part of that? That it script? is exactly the same conversation you do at the door. So first of all, did you know that you can use systems like land voice, like uh, Red X, like Mojo Sales, there's a lot of systems out there where you can put an address uh, in, in, that, in that system and then ask it to give you 200 homeowners around that address who've lived there more than five years. And it spits out the names, gives you the addresses, but also gives you the phone numbers and also tells you the do not call. It spits them out and puts them in front of you. Yes. So what you want to do with those calls uh, I like those calls when you're doing an event. So let's say you're doing an open house and you'll say, well, th this week I'm going to be in your neighborhood. I'm going to be visiting our neighbors. I'm doing an open house. I wanted to stop by and find out, has the thought of selling your home crossed your mind? I'll be dropping off a market report. Would you like me to leave one by, by your door or maybe chat with you about it? It could be as simple as that. Always start with something simple. This is why I tell new agents, I want you to do every weekend an open house. 
Go to your broker, find an agent who has a listing and beg them to let you do an open house. It forces you to meet people. It forces you to build your confidence. It forces you to, to dress well and to interact with the consumers. And this way you can start you know, removing the fear. You'll be bringing the fear down and your confidence will grow up. Yeah. So a, a lot going on here on the chat. Let me just um, fill everyone in on some of the things I know. Um, Key, you mentioned Land Voice. It's one of our partners. You can do farming from there. You can do um, coal is also a partner of ours where you can go out there. Mojo Cells is also a partner of ours where you can go out there and you can farm an area. You can put in a zip code. You can put in a, um, a radius, um, draw a map in some of these programs. And then there's that the um, the sync, right? Then they'll send the data over to Wise Agent because we've become integrated partners with them. And then you get that, that drops into your, your CRM and now you're making those phone calls. If once you're making those phone calls, it's that same script. It doesn't matter if you're knocking on the door or you're just picking up the phone to call somebody. Um, you're always follow the do not call registry list and what that says. Um, and then make sure that you're offering something, right? You're, you're offering something of some value, system, correct. Something of value. A market yes. report, uh, the spring market is here, something yeah. of value for the neighborhood. And a market report at the neighborhood level is always welcome. Yes. Yes, absolutely love it. Um, and then we have a few people here that are like two, I think I counted like three or four people. I think it was four that just got their license. One of them just got their license two weeks ago. Um, hey. And then I thought, I thought I said somebody six weeks in. So we've got some really fresh newbies here. So I encourage you guys to um, to go back and, and watch some of these videos and, and you're on the right path, um, you know, listening to Key here. He is you know, I would say you're, you're a mindset trainer, but you're a master mindset trainer is what you are, Key. Um, and so a lot of these things will really help you um, stay informed and, and do the things that you need to do because it's, a, yes, we need to sometimes get our minds straight. We definitely need to get our minds straight, but then it's also, we need to get walking. We need to get moving. There needs to be some action behind everything. So really it, it does make a difference in having a system in place where you can take your scripts and perfect them. So if key, if they're start, they start using some, you know, some things in their script that, you know, they see are not working for them, pivot, right? I mean, change. If if you see something's not yeah. working. Well, hold on a second. Uh, can I talk about that? There's a lot of agents. They try something once and they go, it didn't work. I'm like, dude, you just did it once. I told you the numbers. Uh, there's a, for every 100 homeowners, you're going to hear 95 no's because they're not moving. So is it not working? No. Remember, you're a farmer. What is a farmer? A farmer plants a seed in the mind of future potential clients to use you because they remember you. They go, oh, I remember that young lady who stopped my house. She was a go-getter. She was not an order taker. She had, you know, she had it going on. She knew her stuff. She, she was courageous. See, we think not working I've done it 10 times. It didn't work. I give up. And if that's your mindset, real estate is going to be rough. It's not going to be fun, my friend. Yeah. You just got to do the grind. You got to make, you just got to keep swinging at the ball. Just keep swinging. So at some point, you'll hit it. Yeah. But you got to keep swinging because you would never find your swing if you do it 10 times and go, okay, I'm not good at the baseball. Dude, you did it 10 times. Keep yeah. at it. Keep at it. Do the work. 
find pleasure in the activity, not the outcome. Now that's difficult. Yeah. For most people, this is a very difficult idea. Finding joy in the process, not the outcome. Some people go, but Ikea, I have to pay my bills. I'm like, I get it, dude. Mm -hmm. There is no paycheck at the end of the week. Uh, this is real estate. Are you yeah. going to be self-disciplined? Are you going to give me my 20 push-ups, my 20 calls a day? If you give me that, you are going to get results. If you're not going to do that and you want a handout, this is not a business of handouts. Yeah. And I think, you know, Christina's asking for the script. A few people are asking for the scripts and the script is really, it is a very short script. I think sometimes we get into this thing where the script has to be super long and wordy and you got to say, talk for 15 minutes. Like this conversation between Key and I right now, it is not scripted at all. There's no, we, we have questions from you all, but that's about it. There's no scripting to it. Sometimes you just call and then you say your piece, right? You say, Hey, so I, I'm, wondering if you are looking to buy or sell in the near future what you're you say your little thing and then you just stop and wait and listen and let them say what they need to say so the script doesn't have to be a lot of the the back now, and forth banter there are classes there are classes that i offer that go much deeper in this topic remember i only have an hour with you yes. my classes are three months long and they are 40 hours so uh I cannot condense 40 hours in one hour, yeah. but I, I want you to take this idea. Take action, even if you don't have all the answers, just do it. Just do some of the work. You're not gonna be perfect. Now, if you're gonna find coaches and trainers, and hopefully one day you'll cross my path, but you will find coaches and trainers who will help you refine. There is a dance to this business. But the, the most important thing you can do starting immediately is time block an hour of prospecting in the morning, an hour of prospecting towards the end of the day, and do that five days a week without fail. Just do the work. You will get better just by doing that. And of course, by the way, the, the agents who are at the top who are the ones who attend my classes. People think, oh, because they have the money. No, they just want to refine. They want to get better. They want to tweak it. They want to go, okay, I, last year I did 20 listings. I want to do 25 this year. What can I tweak? How can I use my CRM a little bit better? But right now, just get going. Yeah, yeah. And no action will give you no results. Exactly. Yeah. That's guaranteed. Yeah, guaranteed. Um, we're running low on time here. I know there's a few more questions in here. Um, you know, we're going to be on Facebook. I think something, I don't know what happened. Something happened with my Zoom and we did not go live on Facebook for some reason. We will post this in our community. So if um, for those of you that have some more questions, go on to the community. I'll I'll be um, joining on. We'll get that on. Sarah's saying that we're getting, uh, getting it on Facebook in a little bit here. Um, so then I will be able to, to um, put things, you know, post some things in there as well as my team. And then Key, I think you're also in our community. If, you know, you guys can find him on social as well. He is, he is as fabulous as he seems, everybody. 
And so, and we've only met once in person. I mean, we had talked for, you know, in Zoom oh, yeah. for how many, almost two years yes. and did not meet until a couple of months ago. And um, yes, you, you did not disappoint. You do not disappoint thank people. You. So thank you for all of your wisdom, for sharing you. everything that you've shared with us. Thank you everyone for joining us and for, for all our, our newbies, the, the six weeks and the two weeks people and the, the two months um, and, and for people that have been doing this for 20 years. Uh, you know, I do hope that you guys take some of this motivation, put it into gear and start doing some of the things that you need to do um, to, to gain more traction in this industry and um, get more business for yourself. So thank you so much, Key. I appreciate it. Any other final, final remarks from you? I'll, I'll let you have a minute, a uh, second. I love real estate and I love you. Oh, I love you too. Thank you, Key. You're so wonderful. And um, next, I believe it's next week is it already May next week. Jeez, time is flying. Um, next week is Wednesday, May 3rd at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard. I'm going to be back on the podcast with um, Carrie Little. Um, she is going to, she and I are going to be talking about strategies for winning listings in any market. So Lois, you're asking, how do you enter in a new market? We'll probably touch on that next week as well. Keith, thank you so much. I so appreciate you and I'll be, I'll be talking to you soon. All right. All right. Thanks everyone. Take care.